five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Podcast on the internet. The King, Elvis Presley. Train, Train, and Tiger Man. Just like that little strobe action when he shook it up. I think strobe lights were pretty new at that point. I think they uh, made their uh, debut in the kind of the summer of love and the. Psychedelic hero. So Elvis kind of uh, put a little flash and panache. I think that was his comeback concert. And I always like Train Train. I think it's a really, really cool song. Mystery Train is really what it's called. But a lot of people just go Train Train, Mystery Train. In the background, we are channeling uh, the late 50s, early 60s here. I was struggling to find a background today. I wanted to find an image with women with guns. It's Gemini. So I was playing with the Gemini energy. Not men with guns. But the image of women with guns, I was trying to find it from the 50s. And the the guns were all pointing at you. I didn't want that. I didn't want the guns pointing. You know, I just, to me, that's a, it's a bad vibe. I'm not opposed to it. But it's a bad vibe. And I didn't want you to be on the other end of these symbolic guns looking at you. So I I I exnade that. And here we have just the uh good old nuclear family around the Christmas tree. It was kind of the last second choice. How was everybody today? We're back. It's Tuesday. And uh boy, yesterday was intense. I got into some shit on Twitter yesterday. People don't have a sense of humor anymore. So there's this guy, Glenn Kuyper, who was an announcer, was is the operative word, for the Oakland A's. And um, Glenn is a decent announcer. He's got a good voice. His brother, Dwayne, an announcer for the Giants across the bay, Dwayne being a uh, former baseball player. Dwayne Kuyper was a good a good player. But he only hit one home run in his entire career. Like you just you wouldn't be able to do that now with today's major league baseball. You would not even you wouldn't even sniff double A if you couldn't hit at least 10 home runs by and large. The game has changed that much. So Glenn, the other brother, was talking about the Negro League. And he botched the word Negro. 
And unfortunately, he uh, added an I where the E was supposed to be. Did it twice. Tried to apologize. And they fired him yesterday. NBC Sports Bay Area fired him. They're the ones that are in charge of the A's broadcast. Of course, the A's are are uh, just a sad, sad story. Part of my past. I grew up watching the Oakland A's. Went to many games. Um, you know, they were definitely part of the Bay Area fabric of sports in the nineteen seventies and nineteen eighties. They kind of uh, tailed off a bit in the nineties, but then they came back again. The A's were a very interesting story. Of course, I got introduced to them when I was young, and they had people like Reggie Jackson and Vita Blue. And Vita Blue just died last week. So it's kind of symbolic. And the A's are moving to uh, Las Vegas, which really sucks. Totally sucks. And I know there's not a, you know, oh, screw, screw baseball, screw sports. Red Circus. And yeah, I mean, I think there's some truth to that. And if you've never played sports, you don't know what it's like to kind of testing yourself in some ways. And there are other areas of life where you don't always get to test yourself. And that's the one thing that I always think is interesting about sports is, you know, testing one person's ability to do something. Um, so anyway, Glenn Kuyper gets canned and there's a thing a's rants on twitter and you know i'm i have a sense of humor sometimes and i put on there so who will be glenn piper's replacement a black male announcer right a woman announcer a black woman announcer or Dylan Mulvaney. I thought it was pretty funny, actually. And I got excoriated for that shit. Excoriated. Somebody said, oh, I think this guy wants to have David Duke announce the games. It's like, uh, no. I really don't want to. I'd rather have David Duke announce the Warriors games. And if I said that, he wouldn't even understand the irony around it and the humor around it. It would be just as painful for David Duke, I think, as would be for the fans of the Warriors to listen to David Duke. But he wouldn't understand the irony of it. So it was, it was that kind of day yesterday on Twitter. I caught some shit on some Civil War thread where I was postulating that the Civil War didn't happen or didn't happen the way that we didn't think it happened. Oh, boy. There are some Civil War tarts. Ever been to Gettysburg? No, I've never been to fucking Gettysburg. Right? Have you ever been to Stonehenge? Well, there's some fucking evidence that Stonehenge isn't as old as people think. Like, there's, like, film of them actually putting Stonehenge together. I was like, oh, well, they were rearranging the stones. Look, history is a lot more fluid than uh, we think it is. And it's not, you know, look, I'm preaching to the choir here. These people are not the choir. So I, I, I was, that was that kind of moment. And it was like, oh shit. You know what? 
you know what I find about Twitter? Like you get into a firefight, nobody comes to your defense. Nobody. Nobody. And I don't know if I've seen it. I don't know if the people see it on my thread. Oh, I don't want to get involved. Nobody comes to your defense on Twitter. You're on your own on Twitter. And it's like, like where's the fucking support, people? Where's all, where, where, where are all you Tartarian tards? Help me out there. Taking flack. Oh, what else was on Twitter yesterday? Oh, yeah. On uh, Saturday, I was accused of not knowing what being a Pisces is. And so uh, this person was kind of called out on it. And then, then she said, well, I was referring to bloodline. You don't know what bloodline would to be. Who gives a fuck whether I know what it's like to be bloodline. In some cases, I'm probably happy that I'm not bloodline. But why would this person even bring it up in the first place? Why, you know, why would, be, why would like, it be such a big fucking deal? And the other thing, too, is that she couldn't even, like, create, like, a coherent sentence. It's been that kind of, it's Gemini season. Twitter is going to be, Twitter is going to be like an alley fight for the next month. I don't think it gets better in cancer, maybe. But it is not a place for if you are not wanting to deal with confrontation at times. It is not the place. And with these uh, these hardcore aspects coming in, people are going to take shit personally, super personally. Anyway, how is everybody? Beautiful day here. It's been a lovely spring, I have to say, as I sit here and look at it. From the other side, I have a garden this year, and it's actually really taken off. Unlike last year, boy, last year I started too late. Typical hubris. Oh, I'm not anything. I've done it before. Uh, not here, not in Texas. So I got the I got the uh, little uh, plants in early, and man, are they flourishing? Like they're growing nuts. So that's cool. It's good to see life. It's good to see the organic process take place. And just watch, watching plants grow makes me happy. Because I feel like they're happy, right? They're like, man, this is great. We're kicking ass over here. We're, we're doing what we're supposed to do. We got these big leaves. We're taking in the sun, these big solar collectors, and then turning it into, I don't know, lectins. No, I try to get lectin-free food. So this year's crop, probably some lectins a little bit. But uh, tomatillos, make tomatillos also, which I like to do. Um, lots of peppers. Actually, harvested a couple this morning. Squash. Squash is just killing it right now. And this one plant called a cardoon. And it hasn't 
it hasn't brought any flowers yet. Cardoon is this weird thing. It's it's supposed to be in the um, artichoke family. But it's doing well. I mean, it'll be interesting. I've never prepared a cardoon. And then some um, cantaloupe, I think, and some melons. But they're everything's great. It's, it's really a cool thing. I, I you know, looking at it, I, I wish I'd had more containers. And uh, I was like, wow, this is really this is a good season. And we've had all this rain out here this year, unlike last year, which was just brutal, man. We went through a hardcore drought. Um, it was hard. It was so hard that the guy across from me who has a uh, 50 acres of corn, it's deer corn, couldn't grow it. It just wouldn't grow. So he had to lease it out to people at cattle who could come over and eat the corn. We had to get something out of it, right? And it wasn't even the corn. It was like the barley corn, not the barley corn, but the barley corn. Um, but now it's resplendent in all its genetically modified glory. Right across the way, I can see it shimmering in the wind. Anyway, how is everybody? Did you have a good weekend? Let me get into um, me into a little true hemp science, and then uh, let's let's hang out with Chataria. It's been too long. Let's see what do we have here. Let's bring up the true hemp science graphic. And there we go. So if you're new to the program, welcome. Thank you for being here. If you're listening to the podcast side, welcome. Thank you for being here. And True Ham Science is the only sponsor of the show besides myself, robertphoenix.com. And True Ham Science um, provides us, me and our community, really, with fuel for our bodies. CBD is, in many ways, the, the lubricant of our joints and our cells and uh, our neurons firing in our brain. It's a really, 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 I think, important part of what should be a, a massive paradigm shift with hemp, not just the CBD products, but the hemp itself. And you can get some of the best CBD products over at truehempscience.com. And if you type in 15MINS upon checkout, when you spend $100 or more, you're going to get free goodies. You're going to get little vials of stuff, little eyedroppers with you know, other types of CBD that you can try out. Maybe you'll get a couple of gummies, get the gummy experience. So you get a little potpourri of CBD when you spend $100 or more and type in 15MINS. $150 or more gives you free shipping. And there's always the 30-day money-back guarantee. So truemscience.com, go get it. All right, let's check in with Chatoria. Hello, Chatoria. You know, I can go right in the box cast, look at your tweets, your, because I can moderate this chat. I have the power. I have the power. Uh, let's see. Central scrutinizer. The white zone is for loading and unloading only. I like that. What's going on, TJ? It's good to see you again. 
you have to load or unload, go to the white zone. You'll love it. It's a way of life. Huh. Very interesting comment. Our studies have shown that this horrible force is so dangerous to society at large. The laws are being drawn up at this very moment to stop it forever. Mm. Beth Berry's here. What's going on, Beth? Cruel and inhuman punishments are being carefully described in tiny paragraphs. Uh, let's see. Crossfire Cat is here. What's going on, Crossfire? Double K, Kathy Kramer. SP Dimples. Who needs a satellite phone in case of emergency? Exactly. And let's see. Let's see what we got here. Okay. I do not comprehend the only 50 phone thing. Neither do I. We'll get into it. Elvis liked his bennies. Yes, he did. He certainly did. Kelly B, what's happening? Wendy says is here. Hey, Wendy. 1AI, James Burton. Uh, let's see. Who else do we have? D. Tiffer. What's going on, D. Tiffer? Love the beehive hairdos. They're great. Central scrutinizer. You're being scrutinized. Let's see who else do we have. Sony. What's happening, Sony? There's my man, Steve. Harriet Bowie in the house. Past Lives Matter is here. Miss Nakia. Sorry about your A's. MLB dead to me. Yeah, it's just not the same. Not the same. Baseball has been the same since fucking analytics. User 13 in the house. What's going on, user 13? Claire. Hi, Claire. First time here. All right. Central scrutinizer. You're going to... I'm going to give you... I'm going to give you some runway. Let's see who else do we have. Uh, yeah, thanks for being here, Claire. You're a race of saying about race. White man. I know, right? It's true. Let's see who else we have. Kabuki Theater, what's going on, Bo? A little archaics informing the collective. Hmm. A little archaics informing. That's kind of that's oblique. That's oblique. History is written by the victors. Absolutely. It's true. People just grab the popcorn. If I was on, I'd have Rand and Aries style. I think Tartaria is all about denying accomplishments to Europeans and East Asians. Uh, I don't know about that. I'm not sure about that. Uh, let's see. Good series on HBO, Bloodline. Uh, I got in trouble in some chat rooms yesterday. I should have done my trans chart. Yeah, I know better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, hot. it's hot out there. Latest white supremacist in a U-Haul. Looks like he's from Bangladesh. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, the U-Haul with the Nazi flag, but they're really rolling this thing out, aren't they? There's a reason why they call it Twitter. I did Twitter last year. I found it too addictive for checking the news stream. There's a point to that. 
Um, let's see, what else do we have here? Dinner at my house, yes. Do I have copper in my garden? I don't, I don't need copper. If I had copper, my garden would be too big. It, it, I can barely control it right now. The plants would start walking if I had copper. There's a new Heinz 57 bloodline. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, let's see. Who else we have here? Scrubbies is here. What's going on, Scrubbies? Copper pipe is really expensive right now. There you go. I think you just need copper wire. Equicentric is here. Antelope with melons. Is that, a, is that a dish? Sounds good, actually. I've never had antelope. The planets of my earth signs, death let me down. No green thumb. I'm pretty good, actually. Uh, John Barleycorn must die. John Barleycorn. That's right. Although Barleycorn is not today. That's not what happened now. It's, it's like... Uh, it's a massive cornhole. Uh, not a cornhole, but a cornhole. Uh, what's going on? Let's see. Who else do we have? Did the market get ahead of the electroculture trend? Possibly. Copper's been high for a while. They've, they've been going to uh, work sites for a while, steal copper shit. Uh, my garden plot is still loaded with creeping Jenny. Not funny. So I dig it out, plant the plant, and have to continue weeding probably almost daily. I'm not familiar with creeping Jenny. Didn't really plant this year because I thought I'd be moving. Yeah, you know. So what happens is you don't plant because you think you're going to move and you don't move. And then you plant and you're going to wind up moving. Uh, let's see. Who else? What's the difference between satellite phones? I think, so a satellite phone, if you believe in the satellites, the satellite phone has, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, a specific range or specific frequency. Um, and there you can actually buy satellite phones, I think, on Alex Jones, Mike Adams. Like, you don't have to be a senator to have a satellite phone. You can have a satellite phone. It's not, they're not just for senators. Um, but yeah, I think they operate differently. They're on a, I think they're on a different spectrum. Yes, the, the uh, car out of hemp ran on hemp oil. Rockefeller did not like that. Nope. Put into that. Put on your boot and cross the Rubicon again. I just started my shift listening for a few before the restaurant opens. Love you. What kind of food is it, Gigi? We should do a show from Gigi's restaurant one day. Baby woke up grumpy. Something about Gemini season turns people into bass bowls. It's a lot that Gemini is a lot of blather in Gemini. I have to watch my blather. Check out Prussia Gate for many historical answers. Let's see. Oh, so you heard cantaloupe. My old ears heard antelope. When I think of antelope and cantaloupe, I think of something like um, like a prosciutto. Like a prosciutto with a cantaloupe. 
let's see, I grew corn last year, got about two years. I grew corn a long time ago. It was very cool. I told the story before. Yeah, satellite phones can have satellite local. So there you go. Thank you, Tamara. See, uh, same price, copper, 10 times the cost of the 1960s. Hitler speech and Nazi slogans on Austrian trains shocks passengers. Seems like they could still trace you any, everywhere. Regardless. Yeah, I don't think the satellite phones are meant for that. I think they're meant for something else altogether. Barbecue, all barbecue. Okay, we got to do it. We got to do a broadcast from Gigi's restaurant. Gigi, what what city are you located in? You don't have to tell us the name of the restaurant. I know you like your privacy. Is that the same as bindweed, pretty white flowers? I love my food. I'm definitely into food. If it's any consideration, Tondor, I'm grumpy. There's a grumpy energy, man. Oh, there's uh, melons have to be eaten cold. Yes, they do. Melons, melons need to be chilled. I agree with that. Hangry. Is that hungry and angry? Hangry. How many people were really excited about the hungry man style Swanson's TV dinner? Because, you know, in the old Swanson's TV dinner, you only got those little portions. By the way, I did like the TV dinner. I enjoyed the Swanson's TV dinner. But the Hungry Man was like, wow, Swanson's plus. TV dinner plus. I would have to rate my top five Swanson's dinners. Let me see if I can go back and get it. Um, I think Salisbury steak has to be up there for the Swanson TV dinner. The turkey, probably with the Swanson TV dinner, that's up there. Um, I think they did a version of ham, which I kind of enjoyed. Um, I'm not sure if they had a beans and franks. I think when we did um, like fish sticks and stuff, it was uh, Van, Van, Van Camps or whatever. But I think fish sticks were in the Swanson world. I think those would be my top four. I can't remember the rest, honestly. It's a blur at this point. Maybe meatloaf was in there. But uh, the Salisbury steak was a winner. I think the Salisbury steak came with uh, corn, if I'm not mistaken. And I think uh, their little uh, little potato, their whipped potato. Right. All right. Enough little memory lane here. Let's get into it. So the, the big story is um, the disappearance of our 30-ton shipment. I corrected it. It's 30 tons. I edited the intro. Hopefully, it's changed. So here we go. This is the story. Mystery disappearance of 30-ton shipment of explosive chemicals in California. I like the 1970s style text here on Sputnik. The Russians have good taste in the typeface. 
Did that give me trouble? Back in April, chemical manufacturing company, this is um, 23 hours ago, chemical manufacturing company Dino Noble reported that a train car carrying a shipment of ammonium nitrate sealed when it left Wyoming arrived in California empty. Hmm. Wonder what happened to it. An ongoing investigation in the U.S. is trying to find out how a large shipment of chemicals disappeared from a sealed rail car. I'll tell you who they should investigate is Chris Angel. If, if I was going to hire somebody to steal 30 tons of ammonia nitrate, it'd be Chris Angel. Get him on the phone. Thirty tons shipment, sixty thousand pounds. It was thirty tons. Man, I got my math off. We have to correct that again. Sixty thousand pounds of the chemical ammonia nitrate, which can be used as both a fertilizer and explosives. And explosives have been manufactured by Dino Noble, a global leader in the commercial explosives industry. The shipment was loaded into a Union Pacific rail car with the train leaving Cheyenne, Wyoming, on April twelfth. The seals were still intact when it arrived two weeks later in Saltdale, California. Accordingly, a report was filed on May 10th, National Response Center for Railroad Incidents. So when did it happen? Back in April. They don't say when in April. Just somewhere back in April. Could have been April 1st, April 5th, April 10th, April 15th, April 20th. Somewhere back in April. But they filed the incident report on May 10th. A few days have passed, probably more than a few days. Um, but that's weird. It's like the seals were intact. Like, so here's the question. Was the ammonium nitrate ever on the train? Bill of lading. Check. Supposed to be in there. Seals. Checked. They're intact. It was probably never on the train. Yeah, you know, the mystery train between uh, Wyoming and uh, that valley. Here's another uh, potential answer. They switch cars. They switch cars, kind of like the Prestige. Right? Swapping out twins. We're in Gemini. So that's so. It's either they switch the car. Now I don't know if cars have their own individual barcode or car code or whatever. And how, how, I mean, when you look at a line of trains and you got, I don't know, 200 trains, 200 cars, huge. Some of them look beat to shit, by the way. Do they have their own little individual barcode? Do they have like a, an uh, Apple AirPod tag or whatever? I, I don't know. Would it be that hard for them to swap out a car? Would it be that hard for them to swap out a car and 
the identity of the car or was it never on the car in the first place or on the train in the first place? Those are your, so I don't think it went missing unless they swapped the car out. Cause how, how could you do that with the seals intact? Probably never on the train. The initial assessment is that a leak through the bottom gate on the rail car may have developed in transit. Well, wouldn't it leave a trail? Wouldn't somewhere along the way you would find some ammonia nitrate somewhere? I mean, wouldn't that be the most plausible thing to do? Unless, of course, it was all washed into the gravel, but you'd still find it. It's still There'd still be a residue. And then you'd be able to pick up one of those train track pebbles and probably do a little chemical analysis. And yeah, there's some ammonia nitrate on here. The separate probes underway by the Federal Railroad Administration. I'm sure that's going to go well. The California Public Utilities Commission, Union Pacific and Chemical Company, Dino Noble. Well, the rail car is to be scrutinized after it's been transported back to Wyoming. Dino Noble's investigation and disappearance is still in the early stages. No shit. I mean, talk about stating the obvious a spokesperson for rail care union pacific told the media in an effort to allay environmental concerns it was added that if the culprit was indeed a leak these chemicals were intended to use in soil and accordingly could be absorbed without detriment it should be noted that the train involved union pacific is from the same company that saw a dozen or more freight cars laden with coal go off the rails in a derailment near Gothenburg, Nebraska, in February. The incident had been at least the third major train derailment in the U.S. Midwest in a matter of weeks. It had followed a disastrous derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, in early February, which contaminated the small community's air and water, potentially cancer-causing chemicals. We take this matter seriously and will work to understand how it happened and how it can be prevented from occurring again. A spokesperson for Dino Noble was cited as saying, despite the company saying that it did not suspect foul plays, the fears have been triggered due to the potential use of these missing chemicals in explosives. Ammonium nitrate was used in the 1995 Oklahoma City bombing. Well, partially. At the time, the blast at the Murrah building killed uh, 168 people, leaving approximately 850 injured. Yeah, that was a kind of a big deal, right? I mean, there was that thing, and then that thing was exploded. Uh, a lot to the, the Oklahoma City bombing. A lot to it. So, all right, let's do the math, right? We got... We got the the ammonium nitrate. If it's not been leached, it'd be fairly easy to find out if it was leached into the soil. Now, could they lie about the report? Yeah, we did a soil report. We found um, fairly high trace of ammonium nitrate, but we can't be sure because a lot of ammonium nitrate has been moved across these tracks over the years, and there could have been some spillage 
over time, right? So, you know, how reasonable or how dependable would that be? It probably wouldn't be all that reasonable, dependable. So, okay. Kind of take that out of the out of the equation a little bit, right? I don't think it's a dependable way to figure it out. Although you could. A lot of this is optics, I think, in, in some ways. I think a lot of it is optics. Here, let me let's go to the uh, other story that was alluded to earlier in chat. Um let's see. I think it's on, it's on Twitter. Yeah, here it goes. So I'm sure you guys are, are aware of this. What appears to be a Nazi flag was just pulled from the cab of a U-Haul truck that rammed the fence at Lafayette Square in front of the White House. There it is. Look how nice and starched and pressed out it is. Is there a manifesto nearby? Is there a copy of Mein Kampf over here somewhere? Well, that would really set it off, wouldn't it? So I don't think any of this is a great sign, honestly. Um, because number one, it heightens the public's fears. And you get a group of people who are just clamoring to, to find the hidden racist or clamoring to find, you know, this white supremacist community that's out there, right? It's like, oh my God, we know what's out there. Clamoring to find it. Uh, so it's in the air. It's like the new red scare, really. But it's not red, it's white. And stuff like that is just candy. You know, it's high fructose corn syrup for these people. And believe it or not, there are people that will go down that path and they'll start to make these stories up and make all these connections and associations with it. It's like, oh, look at this. Must be the Proud Boys, Patriot Front, whatever, right? They're kind of, pardon the pun here, laying the tracks for an event. Okay. So I watched a, an AI created piece of footage that I think Bloomberg put on their website about the Pentagon exploding and there's all the smoke around the Pentagon. It's all AI. And we're entering into this period, especially in Gemini, where, you know, what's real? Like, what is real? And it would be very easy. Like, like if you really, I, look, I have to talk about this. And if it's a downer, I apologize. I'm not going to apologize. If it's a downer, there's a reason why I have to talk about it. It's because we have to get it out. We have to um, dispel 
the potential for things to happen. I believe there's some power in it. In that if I were involved in some kind of covert and psychological operation, and we got to a point where it was go time, I'd have about 10 fucking things going off all at the same time. And with AI, you could pull it off now. You don't have to have a ton of footage or information. Probably less is better with AI. Because if you look really, really closely, unless it's like super, super next level AI, you know, um, technology, you kind of tell sometimes. But you could have 10 events happening simultaneously shit you could have five it might be enough but you know if you you want to you want to flood the system like like project chaos and out of those 10 events you could have five or six be complete ai generated events and who would know you could have two or three which would be hybrid events and you might have one or two, which could be real. And you would not know, right? You, would, you wouldn't you would know. And you could even bury the real in the other events, right? So that the events that you really did do something or, or, or events that did happen could be obfuscated by other events, right? And so that would throw everything into like full tilt chaos boogie. And that, that to me is is my biggest concern and then what you're doing is you're seeding the imagination of people um the dark imagination of people you know and look is this dark imagination yeah but i'm just getting it out do i want it to happen fuck no right i don't want i'm not into it i'm not invested in it at all I'm not invested in it at all I, and i don't want to be right Right. But I do want to talk about it because if we don't talk, we don't talk about it. I, I have this feeling that these things are more likely to occur if we don't talk about it. So we have to, it's a pain in the ass too, to continue to talk about shit like this. It can be good content, whatever, right. We can sort of launch off into other areas, which is fine, but it's a pain in the ass. And we're getting to like this really critical point in the event horizon because too many people are waking up. There are too many people waking up. Should I say it again? No. When we get to when we get to a saturation point, even if the waking up process isn't complete, like you don't know, you don't have to fucking know everything. All you have to know is that the fish is rotting, and that's all you got to know. And and then you look around and you can. You can see the hows and the whys and the wheres and put it all together. And when people get to that point of, ma of, of maximum saturation, I think that's when things get dangerous. And it's like, okay, pull the plug, pull the plug, pull the plug, pull the plug. We keep it right now. Let me show you something. Predictive programming, who knows? But this is from the FDA. Like, why is the FDA putting this out? The Food and Drug Administration, our friends who are there to protect us from bad food and bad drugs, they're there to keep us safe. Have you guys seen this? 
are you prepared? The internet is going down later this week. It's going to be crazy. Find out more below. The internet is going down later this week. The real truth the government refuses to tell you. Previous account banned for sharing the truth. Wait a minute. This is misinformation. You may be spreading misinformation unintentionally. Confirm the credibility of a source before contributing to the conversation. To see how FDA is addressing misinformation, check out our rumor control webpage. Are you okay? So you know things are getting bad when the FDA jumps in on it. You're becoming a nodal point of focus and control. Well, what are they? I mean, obviously they're mocking people. They're mocking people. They're mocking people that are doing what we're doing right now. Right? They're mocking us. They're trolling us. And given the fact that there's this cell phone thing with the 50 cent, why 50? I don't know. Who the 50 are, I don't know. Um, or Congress, but it's like what one from every state, right? That's how it would break down. Uh it's yeah, one from every state. It's senators, right? And uh, there are two senators from every state. So <clears throat> maybe one team's being left out of this. I don't know. But that is the, uh, the so-called rumor, right? So you got that. That's kind of on the table. You have this wave of immigrants that just come into this country. And who knows what's part of that mix? Satellite phone, the uh, 60,000 pounds with 30 tons of uh, missing ammonium nitrate, which I think is more of a more of a trigger in some ways than anything else. You add it all up, and you're going, hmm, hmm, what's happening here? What is happening here? Where are we, the 23rd? I heard the 25th was uh, going to be a tricky day. That's what I've heard. Cannot confirm. So that would be a mere two days from now. So we're talking about Thursday. Thursday. I guess we'll find out. 25th will be here soon enough, right? Um. What do you think? What do you think is going on? I I definitely think something's happening. And it's more than, than just whatever is going on in sort of, you know, the, the, the dark conspiratorial um, geopolitical world, exopolitical world. Remember? Exopolitics. It was a big theme back in the early 2000s. Let me show you. Let me show you something else. This to me is uh, interesting and um, worth noting. So I have the uh, Twitter page up. Just one sec.
So here we go. And I talked about this on uh, the 15 minutes, I'm, I'm sorry, Astro Weather. And it has to do with um, Popocatepetl. Popocatepetl. And apparently it's active. It's active. That's a smart looking person. Let's do a little um, Google Translate. So when you see something like that, which is explosive, maybe there's something else going on besides just potential false flag maybe the, the the real explosive shit oh god i didn't want that all right google translate the wrong thing in there let me do this again google translate There it is right there. And let me enter the text, Spanish to English. Yes, indeed. After reviewing the provisions of the volcanic alert traffic light in its different phases, the Scientific Advisory Committee of the hashtag Popocatepetl, Popocatepetl, Volcano came to the conclusion of making the corresponding recommendation to change the level from yellow phase two. Doesn't say the rest. What is it? So they're changed. So there's an alert here. Oh, it's translate tweet. Huh. Can I just hit that? Um, after reviewing the provisions of the volcanic traffic alert in its different phases, it's the same thing to change the level from yellow. Okay, so from yellow, phase two. So they're recommending to change the level from yellow phase two. Whether or not they're going to change the level from yellow phase two is still debatable. But something's going on there. And to me, this is very much in alignment with what's going on astrologically with Jupiter squaring Pluto, Mars squaring Jupiter, Mars opposing Pluto. It's explosive energy. So whether we're talking like seismic, volcanic, um, it's explosive. The energy is explosive. And so it's manifesting in these kind of either explosive or it feels like it's all being preloaded, right? Even with this idea that the, that the, that the volcano is active, stirring into another phase. Um, and, and this whole backstory of trying to foment this like 
revolutionary or radical sect of quote-unquote white nationalism. I've been on this planet for 60, almost going on 63 years. I've never met, I've never met a freaking white nationalist. I've never met a Nazi. I've never met these people. Maybe I'm hanging out in the wrong part of the country or something. Oh, well, you just don't know the inner thoughts of people. You, they, they don't even know that they're, Nazis or, or white nationalists. They're not even aware of it, but they're in there. They're in there. That's why you don't know them. Okay. I haven't seen it. I haven't. Usually when people, when people are hurling insults, barbs at, um, ad hominem attacks at another individual. What are they really saying? What they're really saying is, yeah, that's me. That's me. Yeah, we're the ones. We're the ones that are accusing you. Don't look at us. We're, we're, we're looking at you. Whatever it is, it could be you know, Biden going off at the mouth at Howard University, or it could be, you know, some shithead on Twitter. What's the old saying? Well, you point your finger and there are four more pointing back at you. There is some truth to that. There is some truth to that. And, I mean, over the years, I've really kind of moderated uh you know, my so-called criticisms on certain people. Like every now and then I'll have a Joseph Farrell flare up as, if his name comes up. But, you know, I don't really think about him or it's not a big deal, really. But there's a reason why I don't try to bring a lot of that shit into what I talk about. It's not productive. Unless, of course, the person is absolutely and utterly destructive, in which case we should probably talk about it. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of Russell Brand. I don't trust Russell Brand. And for me to go into Russell Brand's chat room or his comments and try to bring something up that, like, Russell Brand, like, hangs out with Yuval Noah Harari, gives him hugs and loves him. But does that make Russell Brand a bad person or just a Gemini? Because he is a Gemini. And... I don't know the answer to that, but there, you know, he's one of these characters. You don't know always where he's coming from. You know, but he's really smart. Russell Brand is really smart. He's very smart. He understands power and he understands how to play with power. But I'm not, you know, it's like I don't trust him, but am I gonna go into his comments and try to convert people? That's stupid. Like who's gonna like when they're in a trance or people in a trance or where you know they're devoted to a person? Oh, I ran into it with uh, Ben Balderson in the whole Owen Benjamin thing, which I didn't really chime in on. I was just bringing it up, and Ben wanted to talk about it because I asked him about it. He was cool with it, 
Um, but man, I mean, the bear, some of the bears came out. I saw the bear claws. So there are these cults of personality on the internet. You know, you don't want to piss certain people off, I guess, because then you'll feel the wrath of their, of their, um, their followers in some ways. And I, and I'm sure Russell Brand has his own army, but I don't really think it's productive. Unless, of course, it's absolutely essential. If somebody's dangerous. And I think we have a responsibility to question their motives and to question their content. I think that would be the for me, the litmus. And it's questioning. It's not accusing. It'd be questioning. Anyway, we're in Gemini mode and there's going to be a lot of questioning, point, counterpoint, counterpoint, point, counterpoint going on. And I think it's going to be a really, um, how would the English say it? Mad. It's going to be a mad month. And we're just getting into it right now. So one of the things that I wanted to find out was what the hell is Dino Noble? So I went to their website. <laughs> I, got, I, I got a big kick out of it, actually. Their motto, delivering explosive excellence every day. Every day. I thought that was Taco Bell's motto. I know it's run for the border, but that's the, look at that. Delivering explosive excellence every day. Now that's Taco Bell's model. Over 150 years of practical explosive solutions. Okay. Why did I not think as a child that I could have had a career in blowing shit up? Who would not like a job like this? Where you get to operate the Ranger electronic initiation system. You get to go to Quarry Academy. Man. You get to drive for Dino Noble. Look at this guy. What was that movie <clears throat> that uh, Friedkin did, Sorcerer? Where they're transporting nitroglycerin across the Amazon. That's a that's an intense movie. Some people join Dino Noble and spend their entire career driving. Others use driving as a first step to learn the business and grow into new roles. I wonder if uh, Dino is hiring. Oh, here we go. The Blast Web 4G system. Zero harm. For everyone everywhere. Oh, look at this. Butterflies. No harm to butterflies. Safety is not a New Year's resolution. It is a new task resolution. A resolution that each day will be safe. Lance Tinney, Senior Vice President, HSE and Business Excellence. Business Excellence. Wow. So, you know, you have customer service, accounting, 
technical operations, business excellence. Now that is that is a field. Can you get a degree in business excellence somewhere? Or do you just um, pick that up at Dino Noble? Should we watch the 4G blast system? Let's do it together. Will be. Blast Web. A market-leading underground initiation system that was designed to make blasting both easy and safe. The BlastWeb system allows you to safely initiate any blast from surface. The BlastWeb system provides constant communication between the detonators and the BCU via the terminator. The BCU communicates via the mine's existing network to the surface blast controller located at the control room. The surface blast controller provides a live update of the activities of the BCU underground. Hold on a second. I got to point out the view. I got to point out that um, BlastWeb is employing. Um, BlastWeb is employing animated characters to improve their ESG score. They're doing their, BlastWeb is showing how diverse they are with their computer animated characters. This is a progressive company. Live update of the activities of the BCU underground. The ViewShock 3D software facilitates the planning, design and simulation of the blast outcomes. Once the timing design is completed, the tagger is connected to the PC via Wi-Fi or USB. This allows the design to be transferred directly to the tagger and the miner can proceed to tagging by using the tag by plan method. The face preparation commences with the marking and drilling of the blast holes. The electronic detonators are then primed and loaded into the blast holes for charging with explosives. Blast those holes. The 4G detonators are now ready for tagging and full functional testing when connected to the tagger. There are three different modes of tagging. The basic tagging method is available to make the tagging simpler, where the delay is entered onto the tagger and is assigned directly to the detonator during tagging. The advanced method is suitable for multi-primed holes I think you have to pay extra for the advanced mode. So here you go. Can you imagine somebody like selling this like on a call? Well, you know, we got the new BlastWeb 4G system. Oh, I've heard a lot about it. Yeah, it's the best. State of the art, let me tell you. And we have two, we have two models. We have the basic and we have the advanced. Well, I thought you just you push no, the, no, trust me on this. You have way more flexibility and scalability with the advanced. You get the job done with basic. Don't get me wrong. Basic is a solid product. You won't be sorry with, with basic, but with advanced, you can really fine tune this thing. Like, you know, almost like a symphony of explosions. 
And right at the tip of your hand, you, you're in command. You are the master over the matter. And if you want that, I totally would. I would totally, totally urge you to just go big on this. Go advanced mode. Gee, I don't know. I'd have to kick it around with the people upstairs. Look. Do you want to really prove how worthy you are to this company? What do you mean? I, I think I do a good job. There's doing a good job, and then there's worth. Okay? And people who take risks, not crazy risks, but calculated risks, prove their worth above and beyond somebody who just does their job. And the advanced mode is a manifestation of that calculated risk. It increases your chances for success when you go in and you really want to contour the explosive profile of your project. Now, what kind of man are you? Are you basic or are you advanced? Well, uh, you know, what are you trying to do here? Are you trying to force me into buying this? No, I'm trying to get you to understand that this isn't just a product. This is about you. Are you willing to terminate on this deal? I'm not talking about terminate the deal. I'm talking about terminate on it. Well, let's put it that way. You know, you know what we say over here at Dino Noble? Uh, what's that? We say, go big or go to hell. Wow. I like that. Yeah, that's right. That's what we think about here. Go big or go to hell. What's your choice? You going to go big? You're going to go to hell. And let's put it that way. I'm going to go big. That's right. All right. So let's move forward. Let's need some paperwork for the advance. You're into it, right? I'm not twisting your arm. You're into it. Yeah. 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 I think it's going to be good. I'll take it back. Say so I made it. I made a decision. That's right. You made a decision. You made, and you know what they like there? You know what companies are like? They're like people that are assertive and make decisions on their own, especially when they have all this information, which I've just shared with you, right? You're right. You won't, you won't regret this. I tell you, you're going to be sending me Christmas cards for the next 10 years because of this. And can be configured to different types of hole labeling. The third method is the tag-by-plan method. The plan that was initially loaded onto the tagger via ViewShot3D is verified and confirmed. The miner can now proceed with the plan tagging option where both the location and the delays are written into the detonator. The new How do you think, I'm going to end this, how do you think these guys feel about that job? I mean, there is, 
a certain amount of risk there, right? Like you're playing around with these explosives. And I wonder how, how many on-the-job um, accidents happen at Dino Noble. How many get reported? Interesting. Anyway, Dino Noble, the um, people that created the ammonia nitrate, it was their little load, right? That wasn't about fertilizer. They're not making fertilizer based on their business model. Um, I'm not sure how much I need to get into today. Time is at 1020. It's an interesting day. I, I feel like something is definitely in the air. And I think we're going to find out fairly soon. That's my sense. Now, is it the end of the fucking world? No, it won't be the end. But something is up. Something is happening. I can feel it. And the astrology around, around this is it's not great. Just saying. Not great. So one of the big issues, apparently, um, that we have that could really help us with, with I'm going to bring this in. I'm going to bring this into the discussion. One of the biggest issues we have apparently is a group of people who have been um, basically targeted. They, they've been they've been targeted, and um, you may not want to target these people. You may not want to target them. And let me tell you, let me tell you why. Because Josh Prey has some things to say about the people that are being targeted. So what I'm gonna play for you is very important. You you want to learn from this man. So you can spot the person that theoretically they're talking about. And this video is um, five things to know about rednecks over 50. It's like a PSA. Here we go. When an older redneck fellow by the name of Jerry. Jerry said, Josh, you got to do a video about the old rednecks. Hell yeah. Five things I've learned from hanging with older rednecks. Number one, when the party goes down, it's because the old heads allowed it to. Now, I've made a lot of video about how rednecks hang out and how they go mud and how they party, but I've never thought in my head, where the hell do they be having these properties at? How does this 23-year-old man have access to 300 acres? Enter Jared and his old redneck crew. See, when rednecks get older and they transfer to the upper level of redneckdom, they no longer party, they no longer mud, and they no longer get in fights. They allow you to use their property. See, the older rednecks are the coolest because they are the ones that allow you to have a good time with your friends, your family, 
family without any drama, any problems. And if things do get physical, they are the ones that close those gates. And they say, what happens on the property stays on the property. Don't you go get them laws involved. That's a quote from Jerry. Don't you get the laws involved. Jerry said that. Don't you get them laws. He made sure he wanted me to repeat that, that when y'all fight and stuff, don't you go get them laws involved because that's Number two, older rednecks are more equipped to handle their business if zombies attacks than the younger ones. Now, all my young redneck friends, I think of guns and bullets and having ammunition that goes to infinity and beyond and back. Jared wanted me to, and Jared, I'm telling him what you told me to say. Jared wanted me to tell y'all that if you can't fight with a knife, then you ain't worth a damn. It's easy to shoot somebody from a distance. But what happens when you run out of bullets and they get close up on you? You got to have a field knife. You got to have something that you can use in order to protect you and your family. And then if you don't have that field knife, you got to be good with your hands. Now, me, I never really sat and thought about, okay, what if I see this 67-year-old redneck man? I weigh his ass out. I shook Jerry's hand one time. Jerry got hands like if him and Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator carried the arm wrestle, Arnold would, I won't be back. Why ain't you, why ain't you gonna be back? Um, Jared broke my hand. I won't be back. Number three, older rednecks do not get jealous. Now me personally, I found it kind of enduring that men didn't play about their women in their relationship and they wanted the world to know that, hey, that there belongs to mine. Jared had a wife and this redneck woman, you could tell she aged gracefully cause she was looking real good in her jeans and her tucked in bun down shirt. And we made eyes and he was laughing. He was like, Josh, I ain't even worried about it. I'm like, worried about what? Because I ain't want him to put his Terminator destroying hand around my throat. He was like, I ain't even worried about it. Trust me, I don't plant a seed in every garden that you can think of. Older redneck men are not insecure. They are not jealous. So when you run into a gentleman that's an older redneck and he don't seem insecure or jealous at all, just know he probably don't drop more of his babies in that body than Nick Cannon got kids. Number four, you work until you die. Now in the redneck culture, they work so hard. They wake up early, they go to bed late. So I was like, Jerry, y'all working, y'all say y'all money so y'all can retire. And he was like, nah. He was like, because somewhere, 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 there's an older person that needs your help. And I'm like, what you mean? He was like, well, Josh, I've made enough money to take care of me and my family and my kids and my grandkids. But there's somebody older than me and she may need me to do something with her cattle. She may need me to move a couch for her. That fella down there, down that road, he may need me to cut his grass. I said, Jerry, you like 71. He said, yeah, but he's 81. One of the most most prolific things Jared told me was, I may be an elder to you, Josh, but that person is an elder to me, and I don't want to be able to work for that person because I would want somebody to work for me. Damn. And number five, Jared wanted me to tell y'all young rednecks, it ain't no way in hell y'all can drink like them. And I quote, Tell those young points that ain't even real moonshine no more. They go in the gas station and missing liquor. They ain't never drank moonshine straight from the bathtub. I said, Jerry, what you mean straight from the bathtub? He said, walk into that bathtub, you put a cup in there, you drink it from the bathtub. I don't care if it's clean or not. After speaking to Jerry, who lives in Golden Gate Estates in Naples, Florida, I just wanted to say I can't wait to get at an age where I can invite people over to have a great time on my property if I own one and to always respect my elders because that's something important that you got to live with. And I'm not as secure as I thought I was. I need to be so more secure when it comes to dealing with me and my old lady that I've learned that rednecks probably was Jesus a redneck. All right, hold on. There you go. 
Five things you need to know about redneck men over 50. Don't, don't sound like terrorists to me. Sound like pretty scary individuals, if you ask me. Just out there having a good time and creating a space for the young ones to muck around in. That guy's got a whole series of uh, redneck videos. Uh, Josh Prey, that's his name. He's got 302,000 subscribers, all built on that content. Pretty funny stuff, actually. All right. Thanks for being here. Um, be back tomorrow. As for weather, 15 minutes of flame. Use your head in order to discern what's real. Your heart to say what's possible. I'm Robert Phoenix. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for your support. Hope you enjoyed today's show. Hope you enjoyed it enough to come back tomorrow. Thanks. Bye for now.